I'm Mark Coulter, and this is the Carson Coulter Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Carus and Coulter podcast with myself, Mark Coulter. For episode number two of our new season of 15 episodes, where I'll be speaking to various business innovators, gurus and experts in their fields from around the world on topics to do with digital health, cybersecurity and PR management over the next few months. A pretty damning statistic is that 4 out of 10 US adults have 2 or more chronic health conditions. And not only that, but studies have shown that once diagnosed and receiving treatment, the rate of people who persistently take their medication for a chronic condition drops significantly after the first 6 months of therapy, which of course severely compromises patient outcomes and increases patient mortality rates. Patient adherence and changing behaviours to more positive habits is a massive challenge in healthcare. However, there are many companies out there whose mission is to provide education and create engaging, fun treatment programmes that help people with chronic conditions develop positive habits and routines to improve their lives long term. It could literally be the difference between life and death for many people. And so for this week's episode, we wanted to explore that further. And I chatted recently with John Monaghan, the CEO of consumer health engagement company, HealthPrize Technologies, to find out how these programs work for increased patient engagement and get his thoughts on how this has changed in the new normal. Enjoy. I'm pleased to introduce Mr. John Monaghan, CEO of HealthPrize Technologies based in Connecticut. For the last 10 years, they have been helping pharmaceutical marketers develop patient adherence programs that engage, educate and motivate patients to start and more importantly, stay on their prescribed medications. So John, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you having me on. Happy to be here. So, John, for the benefit of our listeners, can you describe the process behind the concepts and strategies that uh, the Health Prize use that helps patients develop good habits in taking their medications? From the beginning, almost 11 years ago, um, we started off with this idea that patients who've just recently been diagnosed with a chronic illness, um, that, you know, they get bombarded with information, a lot of it very clinical, a lot of it very medical, uh, can sometimes be dry, have a lot of safety warnings, a lot of side effect issues and the like. And it really can be a daunting negative uh, experience It that we firmly believe from the beginning that it was much more 
a reminder of that you were sick or that you didn't have good health habits or the like. And so we set out with this idea, you know, based on really being empathetic uh, to really understand what that patient is going through, put a program, a, a digital engagement program in that that was rewarding uh, educational, fun, you know, lighthearted, you know, again, uh, focused entirely on the positive parts of that you've been provided a medication that can take care of your illness. And that if you engage with our platform, that you'll, you'll be able through game mechanics and streaks and leaderboards and, and, and fun things like that, um, that you'd be, you know, really wanting to come and engage um, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, regularly, because you're not being reminded uh, about your illness. You're being encouraged and motivated to to take control of your of your healthcare. And and we've been really proud to have done it. And we we regularly get feedback from patients about how much they appreciate the combination of all of it that helps them just take more control of their their health journey. Can you explain, John, for the benefit of our listeners? how game mechanics work and how that helps motivate people. Um, one of our, uh, our founders is a, is a, a neurosurgeon and who's done a lot of research. And, you know, we've looked at this from both a um, extrinsic motivation capability to an intrinsic motivation capability, right? So initially uh, people do come and engage with our program where they're earning points for taking a quiz, for reading a fun fact, for logging in that they took their medication. They, they earn points that over time can be used to redeem uh, to get a water bottle and the like. And so we use, we use that type of approach of, of extrinsic motivation that lets them also, as I mentioned, see leaderboards and uh, reveal the points differently every day. So that's that fear of missing out. So what we do is if you click and read a fun fact or take a quiz today, you might earn a point or two points for doing that. But tomorrow, if you do it, you might, you might earn 20. And the next day, it might be seven. And if you miss a day, you realize, oh, I missed 18 points yesterday. I'm never going to let that happen because I don't know what I might get today. It's, it's that adrenaline rush, that endorphin feed of, I'm going to scratch off this lottery ticket and see what I've won. And, and so we, we use those type of techniques in the program that, that makes sure that the human, the way human mind works is, hey, I know that every day I just get a point for taking a quiz. I'm going to skip that today. But if you are fearing that you're going to miss out on 20 or 30 or 15 or whatever it may be, the human behaves differently that way. And it's proven time and time again to work. So those are the kind of ways in which we use techniques to stimulate both the desire for people to get extrinsic rewards, but also then to also get intrinsic rewards that I'm really taking a journey on a path that I feel better about my health because I'm on this program. So with the onset of the pandemic then, John, obviously it's been a major catalyst for the future of health that otherwise might have taken years to attain. Do you feel patient engagement programs in general are stepping up their game as a result of this, or is there still a lot of work to be done? 
Uh, that's a great question, Mark. I, I think it's twofold. I, I think there is still work to be done. I think just the fact that there is a digital uh, engagement program out there, just because it exists doesn't necessarily make it effective or better. Um, I think there are some, you know, if we branch off a little bit, you know, telehealth, those type of digital engagements. So if someone who couldn't go to the doctor, but could engage them, you know, via video and have a conversation and the like, I think those type of things are definitely got a shot in the arm through the pandemic that is probably going to stick for a while because it's it's an effective way to, to get it done. Um, I do think people will go back to the doctor's office again when they feel safer and vaccinated. But what we saw is even greater engagement with our program because it was available on your phone, available on your iPad, uh, available on your computer, you were home, um, you needed to get your medicine, you needed to stay healthy, you were thinking about your health, and then going back to what we talked about earlier, you also felt really engaged and um, uh, excited to be going back in and logging in and maintaining your streak and the like. And so uh, I think engagement programs that are doing, you know, that are really using empathy, that are understanding what it's like to be a patient uh, on a chronic medication that injects the right blend of education uh, and fun and knowledge uh, transfer and improvement of health literacy is are things that can really uh, be very effective, not just in the current time that we're in, but have a very big place for engaging patients in a meaningful way in the future that not just gets them to stay on their med, but also gets them to really improve their health outcomes with the potential of really avoiding other, you know, exacerbations in their health um, as a result of not staying on med. So we're, we're excited about uh, the future of our platform in the marketplace and how we can help uh, consumers and looking forward to continually evolving it in a way that keeps it relevant and keeps it meaningful to the people who use it. With so many different digital health programs and platforms available, I imagine that that can be pretty overwhelming for patients to seek a program that's best for them and their needs. How do you overcome that obstacle, John? Yeah, it's a great question, uh, Mark. And it's interesting because uh, as we've done a lot of market research and we've looked at other programs, some of which are a little bit like ours, but not too many, uh, we've looked at others that uh, insurance companies are providing, that you know, healthcare payers are providing, uh, other type of reminder applications that are out there. These things have to be engaging. Um, if they're not, getting a reminder on my smart watch that it's time to take my medication, I can easily just dismiss that. Me putting into my calendar to ride my Peloton, I can easily ignore it when the reminder comes up. And what we've found, and when we produce the type of engagement levels we're getting with prospective clients um, that are ranking really close to social media type of, of engagement platforms is, is impressive. And it impresses 
people that when we talk about their own homemade digital uh, intervention or engagement platform, they aren't getting anywhere near the type of engagement because quite honestly, they're focused a lot on sharing large amounts of information, not having it an engaging and rewarding and positive experience, and really just putting it out there, you know, just to say that they have it rather than have it be an effective, useful tool that a consumer says, I really want to log in. And, you know, when people tell us, hey, I used to come in because of the points program you guys have, or I, I used to log in, you know, simply because I knew I was trying to earn enough points to get that yoga mat. Uh, they now tell us, I log in every day because I'm learning something more. I, I can't wait to find out what today's quiz is. So what it really boils down to, Mark, is these digital uh, interventions have to be engaging experiences for the for the for the patient for the consumer. If they're not, they're just a static thing that's out there that, quite frankly, is expensive and ineffective. So, how do you see the world a year from now, John? Um, in general, and in terms of patient adherence in the post-COVID world, will patients be more in control of managing their health in a much more positive way? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question also, Mark. And I, I, what I would tell you is my first hope a year from now is that we're at a herd immunity for this uh, pandemic, that, that we've got 60 to 70% of, of people around the world have been vaccinated and that, we've, that we really can say that this is behind us. You know, it's been a remarkable, stressful, painful time. Uh, it's been a tragic um, set of circumstances for so many people. And so my first hope is that we've got that well behind us. Um, but as it applies to the business um, and, and to our application, I have great hopes that the continued growth and adoption of meaningful digital interventions that can be used on your smartphone, that can be used on your on your smart device uh, that are accessible to more, more people, um, that we not only are getting people to stay on their meds, but we're getting people just increasing, increase their health literacy to learn more about the importance of small things they can do to improve their health. And quite frankly, that we're able to take all the data that we have over the last 11 years of our experience, but you know, the next 11 months of experience as well, to really understand and measure the improved outcomes that people are getting from a result of the combination of all the things that we're doing. And what I mean by that is outcomes can be many things. They can be, they can be lower out-of-pocket costs for those people. They can be they can be that they've avoided um, surgeries or that, or that they avoided a heart attack or that they got their diabetes under control and, and didn't need to, to have an amputation or something horrific like that, that many people who suffer these chronic conditions deal with. So I, I really am excited about a, a future 12 months from now where what health prize is capable of doing is adopted by more and more people that they truly see the results of this simple two and a half, three minute intervention daily, six days a week uh, that gets them to be 50% more adherent to their medications and gets them to get better health, health outcomes for themselves, their family members, their loved ones, all of that. 
Special thanks to John for being this week's guest. To contact John directly, you can email him at jmonahan. So that's J-M-O-N-A-H-A-N at healthprize.com. Or you can find out more about Health Prize's great work in this space by going to www.healthprize.com. You can find these links and resources for today's episode by visiting our show notes page at www.curtiscoulter.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there so you can get episodes delivered straight to your inbox as soon as they become available. Lastly, my friends, if you have any comments on today's episode or would like to get in touch with me regarding guests, topics, or sponsoring an ad for a future episode, feel free to email me directly at mcoulter at curtiscoulter.com. And so until next time, my friends, stay tuned, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.